0: Welcome to a sex worker's guide to the galaxy, where the answer to life, the universe, and everything is sex workers. I'm your host, Parker Westwood, and you know it already if you've been listening. This episode is the second half of my conversation with my good friend, And very, very dear human to me, uh, Lena Cesura. This episode, we talk about spirituality, the practice of somatics and energy work. We talk a lot about boundaries (laughs) um, and cultivating resilience. Um, All very important things um, to both of us. So it's a really fantastic conversation, in my humble opinion. Yeah, and we're still in Pride Month. I hope you all are celebrating as much as possible and just cultivating community wherever you can because that's really that's really what's going to save us and what this month is all about, respecting each other for who we are and celebrating each other for who we are. Don't forget to celebrate yourself a little bit. And I'll remind us all once more that the first Pride was a protest, so let us not forget. Sometimes we need to raise our voices and wreak some havoc in order for people to know that change needs to be made. And we look good while we do it. (laughs) I'm really grateful that you all are here and listening and I feel like I get to celebrate you every time I record these podcasts because I just still can't, I just can't handle it. I'm just so glad you're here. So, in the name of celebrating people we love, I'm here to share with you this interview with Lena Cesura. Let's jump in. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. Oh! <laughs> love it so much. Okay, yeah. so here, here we get into spiritual practice. Um, mm. I'm trying to think, like, how...
1: I mean, spiritualism and... My spirituality, my anti racism work is like all oh, They go very hand in hand. They're the fuck hand in hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like,
0: when, um, my question originally for you is like, when did you begin to develop a spiritual practice? Uh, and I think, I think that's still a good question. Let's go with it. Yeah, let's yeah. do it.
1: That's a really good question. I was, um, wait, I'm going to creak around in this chair for a second. Yeah, creak, creak, creak,
0: creak, 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 creak.
1: Um, Okay I I make a lot of noises and I cuss a lot yeah which I think if
0: it's it, part of your brand
1: it's part of my brand <laughs> It's part of my brand if I if if we are in a professional dating dynamic then you know this by now. if you don't <laughs> and you want to be fair warning <laughs> um, So my journey with spirituality um, really began when I was in my m- mid twenties um and I was really losing myself in a romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. I uh had a pattern of being in relationship after relationship and completely enmeshing um with my partner and um enmeshment do we need to say what enmeshment is? Go for
0: it. Why not?
1: Yeah, I don't know why I just set myself up for that. <laughs> um, enmeshing is where I, I in my in the way that I think about it, I don't know, there's a definition on Google, I'm sure. But like the way that I understand it is um when one sense of self, like emotional state of being, mental state of being, um there is no spiritual heads up, it turns <laughs> out, because um, one's emotional state of being and mental state of being is really wrapped in with another person. Mm-hmm. Um, An enmeshment can happen in um, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily have to be like in a romantic dynamic. It happens in family relationships, friend relationships, co working relationships, um, where we just really start to completely externalize um, our sense of self our state of being Mm -hmm. um spoiler alert it's where we like actually instead of having a healthy spiritual relationship with something bigger than ourselves we make another person that thing we make another person our higher power yeah um so it turns out i was doing that
0: (laughs) time and time and
1: time again um fucking a yeah. yeah yeah and um and I had, uh, one of my super close friends, um, point like, just like lovingly pointed that out to me. Um, and I've all, I've always been relationships, uh, community relationships. I'm saying relationships as like platonic, like I've always been in community that has been, um, thank God, like, really um like critically thinking really like emotion forward I've been like not the emotional person in my community for a long time um (laughs) I've not been like I I did not come out the womb as a community organizer I did not come out the womb as a critical thinker I came out the womb like ready to fucking cope and manage in the family dynamic that I was born into that made me a raging codependent Mm -hmm. um and in that space I didn't have a lot of feelings like my my uh coping mechanism in my childhood was to uh like sublimate and disassociate Mm -hmm. and i took that into there's and i took that into my young adulthood um which was not a recipe for spirituality um so when i was in community with folks who like were On journeys of self-reflection, who were like, we who were like getting into spiritual stuff in different ways, whether that was tarot or crystals. Low key, I've always loved crystals. They're beautiful. I love about myself. Like when (laughs) I go home to my mom's house, I like uh, in 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 my room. There's like this little tiny box, like this little wood box Mm -hmm. that like has a little flap that you like flap it open. And um and inside is a bunch of crystals that I just collected as a kid, which is like such a great like physical representation to me of like that I am a deeply spiritual being. There's mm-hmm. just a lot of other ways. Um, like what we were talking about with Sonia Renee Taylor and like the body is not an apology concept. Like there was a lot of other stuff that was crowding that like deeply spiritual being place that like when I start to prune it away and I began that journey of pruning um when I was in my mid twenties. I'm 30 now.
0: Hey, hey. Uh, hey 30s hey. are where it's at.
1: 30s are where it's at. <laughs> um yeah, that uh that my spirituality started to develop. So I was first, I think I could pinpoint the start of my spiritual journey um when I signed up for an online course slash community. Um, that was called boundaries for badass femmes.
0: Oh my god, that That sounds so juicy. It was
1: so juicy. So okay, so it's actually this is this is so telling when I start to think about this. Um. So the first person that talked to me about codependence is like one of my super 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 close friends that I like identify as like one of my compass people. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the person that told me about the like badass boundary like boundaries for badass femmes is another person that is i'm also in super 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 close relationship with that's also one of my compass people (laughs) and then you were a person hello that that talked to me about um being able to be in like spiritual community of like mutual aid Mm -hmm. which is recovery Mm -hmm. um and you're my other compass person (laughs) so like the three of you that are my compass people, like, have... We're all pointing the same ha, direction. You <laughs> all fucking pointed in the same direction, goddammit. And, um, that's why I never thought about that. I'm honestly like, these are my people. Um, <laughs> and I guess, okay, I'll say this. My, like, as the aside of what I mean by compass people is, um, along my spiritual journey, I... So I did these courses. Um, I, s- like, started really getting into, um the concept that boundaries were important <laughs> and the concept that like vulnerability is the key to building intimate relationships with ourselves and with the universe and with other people the
0: attitude job yeah. there's like eye rolls heavy heavy
1: <laughs> like heavy neck throws in all directions eye rolling i don't under my my like gemini only child disassociative self would like to be like bitch what
0: bound for who for, for what? who
1: for who i would like to continue being like erratically charming and unaccountable mm-hmm. um <laughs> <laughs> i would like to continue doing that please um hair flip keep the hair flip i just hair flipped
0: yes. um
1: yeah so along my journey i uh started getting into um Listening to and reading Brene Brown,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, who also Brene Brown as a contemporary anti-racist white woman, like holy so shit, good. love yes, just love. Like I'm so, and also her podcast is amazing. I
0: stole the rapid fire questions. You did. Brene Brown. That's yes. right. And mm-hmm.
1: I like steal so many other things from her. <laughs> like when I was writing my blog and I was like, I'm so fucking stuck. Yeah. I'm in a first fucking time. Yeah. Fucking first first time. time. FFT. I'm in an FFT. Brene Brown says I'm in an FFT and that's okay. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. So uh, Brene has this, the concept, it says something somewhere and I don't know if she came up with it or if she was uh, sharing it on behalf of someone else, but just like this notion of like, um, like. Uh, everybody like people pleasing shit. Like yeah. low key. Like actually, spoiler alert. Like people's opinions of you don't matter. Mm-hmm. Like other people's opinions of you don't matter, um which is super important to my spirituality. Like when I am really worried about what other people think about me, I'm in my head mm-hmm. and I'm not in my embodied self. I'm not in my body. When I'm not in my body, I'm not connected to my spirit and my Higher power.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so anyhow, so Brene Brown says this thing that's like, um, like nobody the fuck matters. Their opinions of you don't fucking matter. Like they're like you like have a post-it it's, note.
0: It's because it's not that they don't matter. Oh, thanks, it's, thanks, 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 yeah, thanks, thanks. It's thanks. not that they don't matter. I'm it's just on one. It, <laughs> well, I just know the phrase because uh, Brene Brown and I are in the same program. Yes.
1: Um,
0: so it's. What other people think of me is none of my fucking business. Thank you. Yeah.
1: God bless. Yeah. <laughs> God bless that program. Um, so what other people think of me is none of my fucking business. And, like, actually there is, like, but a tiny post-it note with, like, no more than, like, four names that can fit on that post-it note mm-hmm. of people whose opinion of the decisions that I make actually matter to me Mm -hmm. because like that has weight in my life and I think about that and I'm like oh those are like compass people Mm -hmm. um those are compass people those are and so I'm like who are my compass people well they can't be my therapist they can't be my mentor and they can't be my sponsor because that's a power dynamic that I'm not willing to get
0: into yes um
1: that's not that's not a healthy move Mm
0: -hmm. um especially not for people pleasers yeah Yeah.
1: and my it's not my family Mm -hmm. um because I have a like a lot of we all do have like super deep historic shape of like people pleasing with our families that yes. can lead us into some really weird directions mm-hmm. um and it matters to me for like and like my best friends are my best friends and people that I like deeply confide in um and in and their like their words and reflections fucking matter to me um, and also I know that like my compass people are people that are like deeply walking the same path that I am. Yes. Um, and yeah, so you all are that
0: for me. <laughs> We're walking the same path. We're walking the same path of spirituality. Yes. Um,
1: so what was it? How, what the, when the, when did my spirituality it begin? begin? Yeah. I guess it
0: was when I was, I think I was 24, 25. Yeah. Um. With a bunch of badasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: First with that course, and then I mean, first with uh, the recognition that code of recognition. Ooh, Ooh. I'm creative people, creative with the English language. Yes, Screw it needs it. colonization. <laughs> recognition <laughs> is a real word.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Um, yeah. Well, with the reclamation that codependency is real, and mm. um, that that's a a big part of me and who I am. Um that I need boundaries and that I also need recovery. Yes.
0: Yeah. So key. Mm-hmm. So how has your spirituality and kind of coming in to that practice for you, how has that influenced your work ooh, in sex work?
1: Ooh, <laughs> in innumerable ways. <laughs> um, yeah, so it turns out that I need boundaries. Mm. <laughs> um, and it turns out that me as Lena really needs boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I like, dude, I, I've, and we've talked about this before, like, I go back and forth sometimes where I'm like, damn it, I wish I would have started sex work earlier in my
0: life. Yes.
1: Like, if I could have started in my earlier 20s and, as opposed to 27,
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: like, oh, I could have fucking crushed it. Um, but the answer, like, the embodied answer to that is, bitch, fuck no. We would have been a hot mess. We would have been (laughs) such hot messes. Are you kidding me? I would have been so wildly unaccountable. Yeah. And I don't mean like unaccountable, like not showing up to shit. I mean, unaccountable to myself Mm -hmm. because I would have so deeply, deeply prioritized the opinions of the people that I am in work relationships with over my own autonomy mm-hmm. over my own emotional well-being over my own mental health yes I would have completely erased myself because I would be like this man is giving me money um and attention and, and all attention of and validation and gifts and therefore I'm indebted to him with my entire sense of being yes
0: and like <laughs> <laughs> and like I just uh- want to say it is not not all people in their twenties at this point yeah, 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 are yeah, yeah. that do way, it, and it, I just it, want, it. like, for the listeners, I just want to say, like, how much I respect this, like, Gen Z accountability oh, to yes. self and like reclaiming of self, and really just like leaning in on that and taking no shit.
1: I have, I have a, a couple of really good friends in this work who are in their younger twenties, yeah, and they are on a completely in a completely different place than i was when i was that age and i am like so inspired and so heartened same where i'm like holy shit, you're like you're how old and you have you're like working with a therapist on what like that's amazing it's incredible that i didn't i didn't for me personally in my own journey where i was i did not have that recognition Mm -hmm. in my life um and and i also one of my compass peeps was like (laughs) it was just like hey like, I hear you speak about yourself often, like, in that time, um, like, with a lot of, like, with, like, a lot of absolutes and harshness. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I want to remind you that, like, I knew you then, like, and I loved you then. Mm-hmm. Because you were, like, a genuinely lovable person. Like, yes. all of the magic about me, that and the magic that I bring into my brand was all there. Like i i love hard i'm genuine like i'm so genuine and curious with people that i meet i love like it's easy for me to make literally anybody or anything like comfortable mm-hmm. like i will be i will befriend a rock <laughs> like i will befriend an inanimate
0: object there are many crystals here there are right many now. crystals <laughs> here i
1: think we are friends um like i like i i that's a gift that i have and it allows me to do this work really well yes. and like that has been a constant, mm-hmm. and I am so fucking grateful that I am able to have some of the tools that I have now from being in therapy, from being on a spiritual journey, from being in a practice of somatics and being um, being a somatic practitioner in mentorship. Yeah. Um, that yeah. I can. I'll get there. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> um, Great. <laughs> that I can allow. My magic to come through with potence and with a really clear framework, like yes. a really clear, healthy framework. Um, yeah. And like, and the, oh, I mean, dude, I could keep going, but shit.
0: Because that's the I mean, that's the thing is like what I've learned, because I have a similar story of like my 20s. I had no concept of boundaries or mm-hmm. and my sense of self was tied up in other people. Mm-hmm. And the boundaries are for me. It's really easy to get it twisted and think that the boundaries are for other people,
1: oh, thanks for saying that, yeah,
0: but it's if it, the boundaries are for me so that i I have a structure in which I can operate that mm-hmm. is in my that is rooted in my integrity, yeah, and I see you doing that. This is why we're each other's compass people. Mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. it I see you doing that work, mm-hmm. and it inspires me to do my own because mm-hmm. I see what the fruit that comes from that
1: mm-hmm. and it and and I wholeheartedly i I wholeheartedly believe that it has made for really beautiful genuine relation the the the, the clients that I'm in relationship with um are, are, are really like fucking great people mm-hmm. and we have really great relationships because of it yeah and and we we learn from each other and teach each other things like because our our boundaries and our containers are much more salient um and I am just fucking grateful does it there's like there's awkward moments there's hard moments there's mm-hmm. been moments of really deep decision making um but like overall it allows me to like step back from this work and look and be like i'm fucking happy
0: but that's how you build those containers it's like our our boundaries are not set in stone i used to like to think of them not as walls but as like Oh, what did I use to it? it was a, like a shrubbery a like a walled <laughs> shrubbery right yeah. where it's 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 alive and it shifts it grows it breathes oh, it's so good, um, and so our boundaries are are we are allowed to change them and shift them and revise them at any point in time, yeah, like we can pull that shrub out and put it over there, and uh-huh, like yeah. that's that's the mm-hmm. new boundary mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, and I think that that's what creates better relationships period but on a sex work tip like with our clients we have to clearly communicate where these things are and what our our thoughts around them are and it creates these incredible relationships with clients um and and some of the ones that can't hack it and like don't like when you put up boundaries will just leave yeah deuces Dude, like yeah See ya. Game down. See
1: ya. Yeah. I'm emphatically nodding with my I'm like, <laughs> entire I'm like, body. I'm nodding from like my like from my waist. <laughs>
0: I'm
1: just like I'm, I'm actually just rocking in agreement.
0: <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> oh it's so good. Yay. So first, first of all, we're gonna go back to the somatics moment. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. please yeah. explain what is somatics and, and how is that fuck fit into your healing practice
1: yeah so first of all the hardest thing to um, the hardest thing to explain is what is somatic <laughs> and like I please if like for other uh, folks who are somatic workers out there somatic practitioners because there's a there's a number of sex workers who are also somatic practitioners yeah. um, and I want to be friends with you <laughs> um, join th- us join us <laughs> um, I, well, I just because I, I've seen it, I've seen it on like a couple websites. I've seen it like mentioned on social media, a couple places, and I'm like, ooh, mental note, reach out. Um, okay, so all of that to say, <sighs> help me too, because you also have an have a, an understanding and a practice with somatics. Yes. Um, so somatics is come is is based in the understanding um, that our bodies are a container for all of the like joy and expression of life, um, all of the resilience that are that is built into our anatomic system as humans. Mm-hmm. Um, and that our system as like in our in our anatomic body also is really sophisticated in storing stress, mm-hmm. trauma, PTSD that we have experienced both in our lifetimes and what we have inherited in our dna from our relatives living before us Mm -hmm. and so with that basis and understanding somatics is the embodied practice to align our like nervous system and our bodies to be harnessed in the resilience and the joy and to actually metabolize the stress mm-hmm. and the trauma and the PTSD that we have and that we have stored in us. And it takes shape in a, in, um, a number of different ways. It can be very hands-on body work, like working with um, like stress points in the body, acupressure points in the body, just to like work through and release where we have stored stress or trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can also be a series of breath work um yep. when we do breath work mixed with body movements, that really starts to fire our nervous system, we have the opportunity to get in there and actually like realign and tinker um, how we want our nervous system to serve us, yes, to be in joy and resilience. Um, and it also takes place in um, exercises that we can do with partners or in community where we're actually doing almost like hands on work. that's like, um when I say hands-on work what I mean by that is like um poses, practices, movements, practices that allow us to yeah, metabolize our stress and trauma um mm-hmm. in a way without words. Mm-hmm. Like we we're used to we're most familiar with the therapeutic practice of working with another person in like talk therapy, like let's talk through this issue. Yeah. Um, There's a part of somatics that allows us to work with another person that's like We can do a practice where we're standing across the room and we set a context for What we are feeling into and as we move closer together We're just in a deep sense of like what's going on in my body right now. Where am I tensing? Where am I losing feeling? Where am I like wanting to move from is my chest really forward is my back really open am i really shrunk down and all of that is bio data for us to be like oh shit, that's because when i'm in conflict and i'm moving towards someone in this space and time i shrink down or mm-hmm. i go away or i puff out my chest because i'm ready to fucking fight mm-hmm. and i recognize that that comes from a deeper place of xyz i did that at school when someone tried to bully me or I did that in my home when my siblings were fighting and I was trying to be the one to mitigate. Like that's where we can get more bio data um, that, that we can otherwise access without necessarily using words.
0: I love that. What? That was a that was a really <laughs> cohesive description of what somatics is. Ooh. Uh, well anyways. done. <laughs> you have anything to add
1: about somatics?
0: I just love that you use the word metabolize because uh metabolize is something the body does. So it was like a really oh, great I'm glad word to choose for like metabolizing the feelings and the the processes that show up mm-hmm. when we when we're in those things. 100%.
1: Yeah. yeah. And that they're and they're they're exactly that. They're processes. Mm-hmm. Like we we are, we like our body is so beautifully sophisticated that, like, we have so many processes that we are not even cognitively aware that we mm-hmm. do, but that we do in order to maintain our like resilience as humans,
0: yeah, and our I,
1: ability to still be here and moving around and loving and in relationship, whatever. Like, yeah,
0: and our I body does so much. I think one of the things, too, like, talk therapy is great, but. The mind, like, I can know cigarettes are bad for me. Doesn't mean that I actually quit. Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) As someone who struggles with that, like, it's... Mm -hmm. I can know things, Mm -hmm. but, like, the actual practice of, like, embodying a new (sighs) way of being is is entirely different. Mm -hmm. So talk therapy can get us to a point Mm -hmm. where we might be ready to take a step. But, like, the practice of somatics is really embodying that that shift mm-hmm. and and like tapping into the things around um that One, patterned behavior
1: 100 percent. yeah mm-hmm. and and I, for me how it shows up in my life is like i work with my somatics coach who's like my uh practitioner mentor and i work with my therapist and like and like we and like those two things like happen um exclusively in their own spaces, but mm-hmm. the information tends to feed one another. And like with each of them, I can go deeper because I'm
0: going deep in both of these spheres. Love that. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. As, and as an air sign, we need the like mental piece as oh, well. Oh, we need all the mental pieces. We need all the mental pieces. Um So how has your spirituality influenced your work as a sex worker, Like in like with clients? Has that been a piece of it for you as well? Oh yeah. Not just boundary setting, but like in like say in a session.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Interesting. Yeah. You are on a journey of BDSM and kink exploration, and I like it. <laughs> um, I like it um, because it is allowing me. You're like, we already talked about boundaries. <laughs> I'm like, no, nope, everything else is fine. I'm
0: like, let's go deeper.
1: Uh, um, yeah. yeah that ha- I, yes, I know, I know, I know. Like, uh, Yeah, so you're right, it does. Um, I'm so glad that you asked this because now I'm like thinking in all these different ways
0: This is why I preface that I will ask questions that are not on my questions list. Why would you do (laughs) that? Because I'm just a smidge evil. I'm like in touch. Trying to
1: maintain any semblance of control that I could have in this situation. Um, My illusion of control was really active just now. Newsflash.
0: Newsflash. We're We're never in control.
1: The illusion of control is, in fact, an illusion. Um, I use a lot of my the The tools that I've developed in my spiritual path, um, I use a lot in my work. Um, I particularly find that when I am um, meeting some meeting someone new, I am very much I. It's really easy for me to be up in my head mm-hmm. um, and to completely like cut off sensation with my body, and I am so clued in to this new person. Where I am, like, and I can feel, and I can now feel it in my body, where I'm, like, I'm leaning in, my chest is open, my neck is open, Mm -hmm. like, I am just, like, I am surveying this whole person, like, up and down, and I am just, like, so fucking,
0: I just, open to this person. I just got, like, the mental image of, like, a dog rolling over, and, like, that's, like, exposing the really vulnerable places, and also looking for, yeah, yeah, cues of anything literally
1: anything and um and it's not for me in my work it's not about changing that Mm -hmm. it's about recognizing that this is this is a place I have a choice Mm -hmm. I, I can choose to be in this space or I can I can choose to titrate I can choose to be like more composed I can choose to feel my width and of my body and feel where my body is in this space and time like where my skin touches the rest of the air,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: like actually understand that like, ooh, this is my container. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't, I don't have to completely just like envelop myself in this person. Mm-hmm. Like or I can be really excited and be like, wow, okay, I'm gonna envelop for a couple minutes. Yeah. And like, and I'm gonna come back. Yes. Um. And I really and like It's been ooh, the
0: gift of choice.
1: The gift of choice and the gift of titrating. Yeah. Um, is like, and the gift of recognizing that all like whatever, whatever that's like, ooh, wait, okay. I'm, I have the opportunity to go in a lot of different places here. My, my Gemini air sign brain is like roadmap to a lot of things to talk about.
0: <laughs> I struggle with that. Sign. Oh gosh. Oh, it's
1: so good. It mm-hmm. is so good. Um, Let me bring it back to the gift of titrating, the gift of choosing, and recognizing that um, just because something is my default Mm -hmm. doesn't mean it has to be in the driver's seat all the time. Oh my
0: God. Can you just say that one more time?
1: Stop. (laughs) Just because a way of being in the world is my default doesn't mean it has to be. That way of being does not have to be in the driver's seat all the time. Mm -hmm. I can, I have choices and I can choose to engage in this way. Um, I can choose to engage in, in, in another way mm-hmm. um, and, and like, and I can choose in any given moment and that changes throughout a date that I have. Mm-hmm. And for particularly for me, when um, I have a lot of uh, longer engagements, travel engagements, where mm-hmm. I'm just like on the plane, get down, boom, meet the person. And it's just like, we're here for 24 hours, we're here for 48 hours, we're here for three days. And um, in it, yeah. In it, and like I step into in it mode. Mm-hmm. And I I am so fucking grateful for the skills that I have now to be like, first I can breathe mm-hmm. and I can be in my body. Mm-hmm. Like I can be in my body and I have the gift to be able to say like to the the people that I love spending time with in my workspace, my clients like, Hey, I'm going to like take a moment or like, um, like when someone says like, what do you, you know, like, what do you want to do right now? And it's like, "Oh, whatever you want to do, that's my, like, whatever you want to do is fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's just like, you know what? I don't really know right now. Like, Mm -hmm. what are our options? Yeah. I, let me like, let me, let me feel into those for a second. Yeah. Um, and I know for me, one of my super defaults is
0: smiling mm. when I'm uncomfortable. Oh my God. Like
1: yes. I do that when I'm uncomfortable, I have gone through entire breakups with smiles, like smiling. Oh yeah. Smiling on my face. Mm-hmm. Um, Because it's just like this super, it's, and it's like such like a deep femme conditioned thing where it's just like, Uncomfortable, but I can still look really approachable and nice and, like, super non-confrontational.
0: Yep. And, um... Oh, my God, that's too relatable. Uh, no,
1: it's really... Uh. I'm sorry. I'm
0: not sorry,
1: but, like, I I know. I just saw your elbows go on the table. And yeah. You, and like, your hands uh. just went over your eyes like, fuck. Um. Yeah, and so recognizing that, like, um... When I'm in workspaces and that comes up, where I'm like I'm smart, like it, and it's like my back goes rigid, my shoulders, um, what do my shoulders do? My shoulders what are my shoulders? Do? They're like really. I think my back goes up, my shoulders go rigid, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, I feel right now in this when I'm putting on this uh, posture posture. Mm-hmm. I feel like a two-dimensional character. Mm. I feel super two-dimensional right now. I don't feel my back body. I just feel like this tiny plane Mm -hmm. of like my shoulder and like my neck and this like portrait thing. And I'm like, ah. Uh And when I feel myself do that, and it happens a lot outside of work and it happens sometimes in work. um, When I do that, I can just like have a moment of compassion for myself of like, ooh, something made me uncomfortable what was it? Were we talking about politics and this person just said something that I really don't agree with? Mm. Like, was this person, like, saying something really underhanded about one of my colleagues? Like, what, and I can just, like, take a moment and be like, something made me uncomfortable and, like, okay, relax the shoulders, relax the whatever. I can choose to just be like, okay, like, how how do I, like, want to respond to this discomfort? Do I want to just, like, relax and keep it? Um, Do I want to, like, say something, like, sassy back Mm -hmm. do I want to like redirect do I want to offer like a compassionate like reframe to this person or do I want to do none of those things and just relax and let it keep going
0: absolutely um
1: as opposed to like if I'm not using the tools that I have from my like spiritual work and my somatics work um as opposed to just like continuing to be in this space and then be rigid for the next fucking four hours and wonder why I feel so fucking drained afterwards yeah and
0: oh yeah the
1: drain the drain yeah it's so draining yeah it's so and I was so used to being in a space of being drained Mm -hmm. like that like prior to the times when I was not on a journey of self yeah um that I just thought that was status quo yeah and turns
0: out it's not it's not and that's I think that's the the gift of doing the work around like somatics and and learning yourself is that you, you can identify those things. And as soon as you identify them, that's when you have choi- the choice. Um, because you learn the tools. You learn the ability to be like, oh, I don't have to engage in this way 100%. Right now. 100%. Yeah. So one of the things that I know that you have spent a lot of time um, and invested uh, yourself in is Reiki work. Um, so I wanted to give you an opportunity ah. first to shout out the incredible Reiki program that you've been through a few times now yeah. um, on different levels, and yeah. then also talk about that piece of your spiritual work.
1: Wow! So spirituality and work is Reiki is a big part. Energy work. I think we when we say it, like we in like the Western world say Reiki as energy work because that's our frame of understanding what energy mm-hmm. work is. Um, and I am I have a certificate for uh, Reiki one and two, so energy work uh, initiate um with Hose our healers, heaven on earth, Hozar healers Hey-o. with so my Reiki master is Amira. Um she's a fucking badass and Hose our healers is a really, I think is a really amazing platform for mental spiritual emotional mutual aid for Mm -hmm. all survivors um whether we're working or not working and um what our relationship is to the work like it's such a fucking incredible accessible space um and so shout out shout out to host art healers
0: and shout out to amira as one of the co-founding members of answer yeah answer detroit
1: yeah hell yeah um so, yeah, so it's interesting for me now as an energy worker and as a somatic practitioner in process, um, I don't do any, uh, like, energy work sessions as an energy worker. I don't do any somatics work as a somatics practitioner outside of, um, like, in my personal life or outside of my Lena of life, mm-hmm. um, because I very much feel like my energy work uh in my in my somatics Practitioning comes into play all the time yes all the time like that's that is where my energy work um Magic shows up like for me as lena when I am Meeting someone that I for the first time Mm -hmm. meeting someone that I don't know um I really like I do best when I just like come in blank slate and just like drop in and I'm ready to just like vibe with this person yes and it's so it's such an intuitive practice for me it's not something that I ever understood as a, as a practice I think we we all do it whether mm-hmm. we're, we're like cognizant of it whether we're getting paid to do it as emotional spiritual mental That's labor real. yeah labor um or whether we are getting compensated to do it um So my process is, I have an assistant. My assistant takes care of all of my screening, all of my booking, runs my email. Um, I will, I'll keep, I'll like, I'll I'll keep an eye here and there. Um, But I, I trust her to the moon and back to like have my fucking back and making Mm -hmm. sure that like whoever I meet is like the, like is, is, is the coolest of the cool and that you know like i'm safe we're safe and we're both in yes like in like a very um in in like yeah it, we're just coming together in a very mutual mutually safe space so i don't do any vetting on the front end mm-hmm. i think some people when i've talked to other colleagues in the work they're like yo i really like checking emails vetting and like that's how i vibe check the person mm-hmm. and i'm like ooh i vibe check person i rarely even check I really even check like sometimes I'll check like the physical description stuff. So I'm like okay, I have to make sure I'm like meeting the right person,
0: right? Yeah, um, <laughs> but,
1: like, but like I don't even I don't even want to read too much into a person before I meet them because that all of that information that I take I just start making assumptions and getting in my head, yes. and then I just start like ascertaining how I think this date is gonna go or what I think they want to talk about, and mm-hmm. then I just start strategizing way too much yeah and it's not fun it's not organic and my like genuine kind of like genuine loving Lena magic like doesn't come out mm-hmm. I'm just like too busy trying to strategize <laughs> this like super curated experience where I'm like what the fuck is go-? like I'm confused you're confused we're all confused
0: yeah um oh so- I never thought about it that way because I do my own email embedding and like all of that and I do appreciate being able to like correspond directly and if they're rude via email I'm like you know yeah you You just know know." but I do, I have gone in with, like, plenty of assumptions Mm. of my own. Mm. Um, Same. And, like, I'm always pleasantly surprised to be wrong.
1: I, see, I love that you have the capacity to pleasantly be surprised and wrong. Yeah. Like, I think, and maybe this is my Aries rising, where I'm just, like, (laughs) like, I go in, and I'm, like, bitch, we're going in, and it's going like this. Like, (laughs) I just threw my arm out, like, all the way across, like, a high-speed train. But, like, (laughs) because... Um, cause I, that's just, I, that's, I don't know, that's my MO. So yeah. I have found that that really works for me. Mm-hmm. Um, because then I come in and I am just like, who are you? Like, I am like, I'm like a little curious cat. Yes. And I love asking the questions. I love getting the vibe and I'm able to build a more organic relationship with each and every one of my clients because each and every one of our relationships dynamics dynamics are slightly different.
0: Yeah.
1: Um and I think that's really beautiful and that's that's because I have like I do so much spiritual work outside of this space to like to tend to my container. Yeah. that I can like show up as my full self and be like all right, I'm ready. Like I'm ready to like meet this person. Mm-hmm. And and I generally know like if they if they're trying to, uh, book a date with me or book a trip with me, they usually find me on social media. So they usually have a good sense of my brand. It's not like a one-off thing. Yeah. So I'm more just like, huh? Like, what do you, what do you see in me that you vibe with? Like, I'm so curious. Yeah. Um, and it just makes for a way more pleasant and real experience. Like that's, and that, like, that's my fucking energy work right now. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which, which is like definitely a huge part of my, my spiritual work as well.
0: Yeah. I, I also really love that you identify like every relationship is different. There's mm-hmm. not like a formula. I 100%. think for a long time, I was looking for a formula, uh, not only in work, but just in life in general. Like so I true. wanted a formula to operate my day by so that every day would be great. And I, uh, the relationship piece is just like, I'm reminded of relationship anarchy, which is mm. the baseline concept is that every relationship is its own animal.
1: Oh, my God. You know, um, so I've been thinking about this a lot outside of tangent.
0: <laughs> We're going on a tangent. We're going on a
1: tangent now. <laughs>
0: um,
1: so I don't know what accent No that one
0: was. is surprised. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no one is surprised and no one knows what accent that was.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> so I feel like my orientation to relationships have changed in the course of my Lena work as i've been Lena now for three years on the nose whoop this whoop. month hey <laughs> um and i have relationships that have been my relationships in my Lena work that i've been going for three years yeah. that i've been going for two years that i've been going for like long ass fucking i mean to me that's like a long time yeah same <laughs> <laughs> i don't know about y'all but like god damn it's like a, a long time this is like this is just like a whole nother little alternate portal of of commitment, but here we are. Um, and like, you know, commitment of the framework, whatever, anyhow. So I, um, before I was Lena, I was really oriented towards polyamory Mm -hmm. in my personal life. And I, um, I did a lot of poly dating. I did a lot of having, uh, like multiple lovers, multiple partners, having primary partners, having play partners in the kink community that were like mutually invested relationships. Some were romantic, some were platonic. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, dating people of different genders all at one time, like this whole fucking thing, right? Yeah. Now, none of that uh, kink play still sounds like fun. I haven't done any kink play in my personal life in I don't even know how long, years, ten yeah. years. Um. But honestly, polyamory doesn't feel, um, it doesn't feel appetizing to me in my personal life and it doesn't, um, it doesn't feel like it fills me right now. Like yeah. I, I desire a monogamous relationship in my personal life. I think in part because I'm still doing a lot of relationship work with really tight frameworks, which, yes. is, which is another iteration of polyamory. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, wait, what, how do I... I'm using the word iteration again.
0: Um, Friendition? Are we coming back oh, to wait, that? Oh, we're coming.
1: Friendition! <laughs> Jazz hands. Jazz hands. <laughs> Jazz hands, vibrato voice. Um, do I think... I just made a statement that I'm trying to figure out if I agree with it. Relationships in sex work being like polyamory. I think right now my my brain and my body and my spirit and my emotional state feels very much like ooh I'm I'm a container for a lot of real genuine connection totally um and so in my personal life like I'm I like I I really thought I was a relationship anarchist but in my personal life right now I'm like I want my one person I want that to be like my primary emotional person first of all First and foremost, my primary partner is always myself. Right. It's always me. <laughs> yes.
0: So I'm
1: my primary partner. Hey. Can we, we get look an cute. amen? We look good <laughs> to myself. We look really good. I'm so happy that you're my primary partner. Um, and I I don't have the capacity. Yeah. I don't have the capacity to date more people in my personal life. Um, my... my baseline for maintaining a work relationship is like when i leave an engagement i was talking about this with one of our colleagues mm-hmm. and we've talked about this before oh yeah like when i leave an engagement do i feel like net energy like positive or do i feel f- net energy drained mm-hmm. and if the answer is drained like bitch no thank you yeah no th- and and there that is an immense privilege to be able to say that in in our field absolutely like there's a lot of and there's been other times when I have not been able to make those same decisions when I'm like ooh, this person is really like really drains me whether they talk too much or they have like different expectations than I do whatever but I haven't been able to make those same decisions yeah it's just like ooh, but I really need that money Mm -hmm. um and I I am uh marveling and I hold really sacredly and dearly that, like, I have the opportunity to make this decision right now in my life, so I'm not going to take this for granted, and mm-hmm. I'm going to figure out how, like, not I'm not going to figure it out, but
0: right. I'm going to be a part of building <laughs> a
1: community for, like, more of us to make this decision for long periods of time.
0: Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I also think on the relationship tip that you can still be a relationship anarchist and be like in this line of work and wanting a monogamous partner i don't think that's mutually exclusive wait really? i could be wrong but like we are cultivating multiple relationships whether they're work related or not but for us in our personal life to desire the stability of a monogamous partner Mm -hmm. um i don't know Relationship anarchy, folks. Correct me if I'm wrong, or like, um, come um, argue with me on Twitter. I'm uh, I'm here for yeah. it. Like, I I just don't see those as mutually exclusive wow. because we are carrying out multiple relationships at once. Some of them just are uh, transactional in in some form. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just I was like, oh, I want to push back on that a little push, bit. Push because, back on me. Push back yeah, on me. Yeah, because I I too am like I just don't have the energy in, for like, polyamory in my personal life, which is funny, because that's also where I'm, like, leaning right now as Mm -hmm. I say that out loud. I'm like, oh, no, wait, Mm -hmm. you definitely do. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just not, it's not how I pictured it, which is always, like, you should never try to picture it, because it's never the way that you think, the expectations versus reality is always very different, but.
1: Wow, thanks for this lesson.
0: Well, I mean, I don't know if it's a lesson, but it's it's definitely a conversation point. Well,
1: it's, like, it's, the yeah, like, yeah, thanks for, thanks for offering that, because I feel like, um this is like the the juicy bits that we yeah. get to grapple with.
0: Yeah. And I think I mean not everything is so black and white and I so I'm like if I identify as a relationship app runner Stop African- Libra. <laughs> Stop, Stop right now. Hello. I'm just being very diplomatic over <laughs> here It's my, <laughs> it's my tendency. Mm-hmm. Should we dive in to our rapid fire questions? Do you feel complete on this topic?
1: For I am ready for the rapid fires.
0: Fantastic. Pan- I'm ready. Okay. Okay. Pancakes or waffles? Waffles gluten free. Uh huh. Salty or sweet? Meow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was such a genuine meow.
0: <laughs> the look of panic.
1: I just I, my eyes were closed and I was so serene and then I was like. <laughs> Sweet.
0: (laughs) Excellent. Kayaking or canoeing? Bitch. I know.
1: We just went kayaking, and I just had a lovely time.
0: Me too. It was so good. It was so
1: good. P.S. and by the way, the the canals of Detroit, not to say the river in Detroit, but y'all, we got canals. canals. The canals of Detroit are where it's at.
0: It's like a little... A a New Orleans moment in Detroit. Oh,
1: I'm so here for it. It It's really beautiful. I'm so here for it. God bless. Kayaking. Great.
0: What is your favorite place you've ever been?
1: Mm, I know you're going to ask this question, and I'm still thinking. (laughs) Okay, I have. Oh, fuck. I have three. Three, one. Tenerife Island. The Canary Islands. I went there once, and it was just so fucking magical. Um, yeah, I went there with an ex-partner when I was... I think part of it is that I was there when I was, like, very young and in love, so it's just, like, this, like, sexy, romantic... So you like, weren't exes island.
0: at the time? No, 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 okay. no, 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 that would be, okay.
1: that would be, I mean, you know, like, no... I've no, done that, no, so yeah, I just no needed shade. to clarify. <laughs> um, no, no, we were, we were very much together and very much, like, in our, in our stride. Um, Tenerife Island was gorgeous. Canary mm. Island's gorgeous. Um, I've, I mean... Okay, the the two other continents that I have a lot of love for and have lived on is uh, um well I'll say the places South of France, baby. Yay! <laughs> I am a huge of Marseille. Fucking Marseille is one of my favorite cities mm. in the world. Um, it gets, like French people have a lot of shit to say about Marseille, um, because it's just like full of a lot of, uh, race and class diversity, and, like, ethnic diversity, that, like, mm. um, I mean, that's my take on it, it's just, like, it's just, yeah. and, and it's just so beautiful to be on the water, and, like, the limestone cliffs, the, yeah, oh the, God, uh, yes. the that are out there, it's just, like, these gorgeous fucking cliffs, and then it's just the blue, like, the gotadjure, like, the fucking blue-ass water right below, and it's just oh. dreamy, <laughs> so dreamy, um, yeah. Yeah, and I I will forever and always love Dakar, Dakar, Senegal. Yes. It's just it's just a place that I will always go back to. Um I yeah, it's I just I love I love Senegalese peeps. <laughs> I love the food, I love the culture. I just miss the colors. Like I'm like when I like close my eyes, I just like can it's just like the chaos and the colors of just like a vibrant fucking city, of vibrant food and people and culture and music, mm. and yeah, and and riding around on little car beads, which apparently they like are slowly fading out in Dakar. Like car beads mm. are like these really old, um, like super old school, like kind of like vans mm-hmm. um, that have been like painted meticulously gorgeously. I have to show you a picture yes this is yeah and so it's like all the like all the windows like all the like actual window panes are taken out and they're just like yellow white stripe blue but then they're just like po- like painted with all these like gorgeous like super intricate intricate, intricate colors and mm. the front of the cars have eyes and yes all of them are going in all directions and you just kind of hop on and it's a whole system, and Way I need more of that here. We need, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We need, we need a little bit more of like informal transportation.
0: A yeah, lot of, and a like lo- art. And art on the mundane shit in our lives. Art On the
1: mundane shit in our lives. Um, I love a good chaotic city.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like I love, I love a busy ass market. I love yes. a busy ass open aired market
0: all day. Let's go. I'll-
1: <laughs> <laughs> When's the next flight? <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Okay. A book from your mandatory reading list. Bell Hooks. Mm-hmm. Any particular? All About Love. All About Love. It's a good one. Bell Hooks, All About Love. It's a really good one. I,
1: I'll, I'll also throw in there Pleasure Activism.
0: Uh-huh. Pleasure Activism. Yes. Adrienne Brown. Brown. A-M-B. Yes.
1: Yeah. I, um, the more that we are in our embodied yes, the more it becomes... Impossible for us to put up with the things that are no's in mm-hmm. our life, and that goes for ourselves internally, interrelationally, and on a societal level. Yep.
0: Um, oh, yeah, yeah, and it starts with us I finding gave, our
1: yeses. Did, yeah, yeah, also, I gave away my bell hooks copy, my, my all about love copy to somebody in our answer
0: crew. Hey, if you got it out there. If you
1: got it out there. If I could, it. if I just have it back cuz has some really good notes in there. Like I I like highlighted the fuck out of that. Like though you know like oh my god.
0: Oh yeah. Um same, same. Oh, my I God, because if, so ha- if I
1: had it, I would go and, like, fucking quote the shit out of it. Um,
0: <laughs> there will be a link in the show notes. They can, oh, they, God can bless. Purchase. Yeah. God Everything bless. we talk about will, will be linked in the show notes. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, we just dropped some great books in this I know. podcast. This is going to be, you're, the show notes
0: are very important for this one. You're
1: welcome, literally, to everyone. <laughs>
0: okay. A Oh, I'm excited for this one. A song, an album, or a musical artist you've been obsessed with lately.
1: Minobio! Mira! I'm wearing my shirt! Literally
0: wearing a Bad Bunny t-shirt right now. I
1: love Bad Bunny! (laughs) I fucking love Bad Bunny. I love Bad Bunny. Um, Can you say that one more time? I love Bad Bunny. (laughs) I felt felt, uh, a kindredness. I don't know if he's still dating this girl that's a redhead. She was like oh, redhead, yes. so real sweet looking, real like low key, down to earth, like natural, doing her whole thing. You and can I just was put like, yourself there. I was like, I feel seen. <laughs> I'm so glad that there is a Puerto Rican fucking badass redhead out there, loving on Bad Bunny. Yes. Um, yeah, I've I've been I've been a Bad Bunny. Soy peor is like one of his first songs. I was losing it when that song came out. But then when he like has been on his tip as, like, mad LGBTQ activist in the midst of, like, machismo Latinx culture, um, I, in when, oh my god, I was just like, oh, we we were, yeah, like, I was already, I was already obsessed, I had already flown to San Juan for Bad Bunny's homecoming concert, that's what this shirt is from, yes, um, which was one of the greatest nights of my life, (laughs) But after when after that when he started to really show the fuck out, he'd already done some stuff around like domestic violence and stuff like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Condemning it. And um Oh now I'm just like you have forever a place in my heart. Yes. Benito, you have forever a place in my
0: heart. (laughs) Yeah. Um so that's not even lately, that's just forever. That's
1: just a forever. That's just a forever obsession, yeah. Yeah. My new my new obsession is Ash Nico.
0: Oh, absolutely. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: I just, I, yeah, so if we, uh, like, Ashniko, I know that the Slumber Party song is still going to be hot by the time that this drops.
0: Also, Ash Nico and Bad Bunny, if you ever want to <gasps> do something together, we I, would not argue with that. I wouldn't
1: argue with that at all. <laughs> I want Bad Bunny, Snow the Product. Oh, yes. Snow the Product is another, oh my god, I have such, Snow the Product is engaged, I support her 110%. Her fiance's fucking hot. Both of y'all, I just like. Getting it? Get, get, I, mm-hmm. I have so many moments watching their IG lives of just like watching them be two gorgeous bitch ass femmes just being so fucking hot together. <laughs> and like. We love to see it. Oh my God, we love to see it! Um, Bad Money Snow the Product and Ash Nico.
0: Do a thing. Let's do it. I will
1: die a thousand deaths. I know
0: you would. Oh. All right, what is your secret talent? (sighs) Or a secret talent, if you have multiple.
1: My ability to meow to any song. (laughs) That's not a secret. Oh, people know that?
0: (laughs) People know that? I mean, maybe they don't. I do. Oh, shut up. (laughs) That can count. We can count that.
1: Um. What's I mean? Do people know that I'm left-handed? Is that a secret talent? That could be a secret talent. Mm-hmm. I yeah. have really good. I have um, I have super fast reflexes. There we go. I have super super fast. Like when whenever like whenever people drop things or if I drop, I'm like I'm like I just catch it. Yeah. That's I amazing. think it's I think it's because I was also um, I grew up doing martial arts and yeah. so, uh, from a really young age, I just was always training like hand foot. That's eye a secret cord. talent. Oh, that I'm a black belt. Yeah. Oh yeah, black belt. I'm a black belt in taekwondo. Yeah, I grew up doing martial arts. There um, it is. Yeah. <laughs> this is so not rapid fire.
0: <laughs> I I've learned, and my listeners will will agree that I am the one that is terrible at rapid fire questions. <laughs> I'm here for it. It's
1: just a reframe. Yeah. No, no terrible, just a yeah.
0: reframe. Yeah. The rapidish fire. I
1: um yeah. Yeah, I also started recently getting back in, not back into, but I have started dabbling in MMA, mixed mm-hmm. martial arts, and it is fucking, it is a fucking blast. It kicks my ass. Oh, I believe it. It kicks my ass, but it's so much fun. Um, <laughs> it is so much fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm, That's it. I'm, I'm whipped fast, bitches. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't <laughs> fuck with Lena Cezara. Finish this sentence. Good sex is.
1: Good sex is connected spiritual and vulnerable and as a power exchange
0: mm-hmm.
1: vulnerable ass power exchange yep
0: mm-hmm. i love that i super agree with that mm-hmm. if you had one superpower what would it be
1: to speak any language in the world,
0: yes, <laughs>
1: But just like I know I go back and forth, but I think I think it would be like a, a like a Rosetta Stone deal mm-hmm. if I could just speak any language in you in the world at any given time.
0: Oh yeah, um,
1: I would have so much fun. Yeah, <laughs> I would save so much time on money on my all of the time that I put into language learning right now.
0: Yes. Um. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Mm-hmm. Such a fun one. Mm-hmm. What is something simple? That brings you joy.
1: Oh.
0: I love this question.
1: Lighting my candles at night when I go to bed, like yeah. before I go to bed, I and this is like I try and do like some wind down time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. So I try and be off my phone and like away from all fluorescent, LED bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um. Like a good fuck that shit. Fuck that shit, dude. <laughs> like a like a good like hour, if not more. Um, when I go to bed and I just I love being in my apartment with my yeah. I love this apartment.
0: It's um, so cute. It's
1: so cute. I love having my tall ass ceilings and all of my candles lit and all the light is bouncing everywhere and I'm like this is like this like this like gothic church moment reclaimed. Yes. Um yeah, and I just I just feel like transported.
0: Mm that's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. That brings us to <gasps> the end.
1: Oh, my God, I don't see any more questions. There's no more questions. I don't see
0: any more questions on sheet. We did it. We did it. So thank you. Oh. Thank you so much for joining me. And we've been talking about doing this episode for a long time, so I'm really glad we You've to been about talking
1: it. about doing this podcast for a long time, and then we've been talking about doing this episode.
0: It's definitely a plural. A plural <laughs> moment. For a long time thank yeah, you thank you I love you so much I love you so much hi love... listeners we love you too we love you too <laughs> there it is <laughs> it's the end uh oh my goodness I had so much fun uh I had so much fun I mean I, I hope you can tell um I had so much fun with this interview and I am astounded at how terrible I am at the rapid fire questions I mean let's I fire them rapidly. Sure, I'll give myself that. Um, But I just, I just get curious. (laughs) I'm not ashamed of that. No one should be ashamed of being curious. It's a wonderful quality. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so grateful that I was able to share this conversation with you all. Um, I've seen lena grow and she has witnessed my growth and like we just we're out here we're doing it and i'm just i'm really proud of this episode so thank you all for listening you can support the podcast at patreon.com slash sexy galaxy pod if you're feeling like Sending a little funds our way. 50% of the proceeds go to support the work of a network of sex workers to excite revolution, or Answer Detroit. And you can visit Answer Detroit at answerdetroit.org. I just, I want to thank Lena for coming on the show and all the guests thus far. Um, this is our six-month mark, so I am... I'm, I'm just like blown away at the support that this podcast has received. And um, the in, the incredible people I've been privileged enough to interview, and there's going to be more. And I <laughs> I'm tearing up over here a little bit because this is a project that means a lot to me. And I was so scared, so scared to start it. Um, and now I've had but this is the 15th episode and, and we've been able to talk about so many really important topics and there's only more and more people for you to get to know and for me to get to know. And I'm just, I'm just so excited. So thank you all for listening. It means that I get to continue to do this podcast knowing that it's being received and appreciated. Um, and I see you out there and I just want to say thank you. I guess I don't see you. That'd be weird. Um, (laughs) I feel your presence in my heart. (laughs) That's a little less creepy, I think, I hope. Um, oh, space facts. I'm running out of these, y'all. I gotta, I gotta do a little homework, I think. Um, there are many species of alien that have incredible sense of smell. So if you need to hide from them for whatever reason, it's important to always keep a vial of glitter because glitter can hide your human scent from their olfactory systems. Just pro tip, but then you look great as well. Happy Pride! Nanu nanu, motherfuckers.